What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Joey, as always, coming to you from my kitchen table with my whiny dog and my somewhat whiny cat. And uh, on the other end of the Discord call for episode 15, we got Arye. Dude, what's up? Not too much. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> we were saying before we got on that uh, we've been trying to make this happen for a while, but life gets in the way. So, uh, you know, I wish, you know, now that before we even start, we should talk a bit about uh, game two. Did you watch Raptors Sixers game two last night? Oh, it hurt so much. I did watch it. How much of a basketball was- fan are you? Are you like a strategy guy? Or are you just like a casual sort of raps are good? I'm tuning in kind of fan. I would say I'm kind of in the middle. I, I watched the Raps. Like, that's my favorite team. Um, I also watched the Spurs because DeRozan. I really like them. Um, I like the Bucks, but I'm not such a huge fan this season because, obviously, they're kind of on a collision course with the Raptors. Um, unless some silly stuff happens with the Celtics or the 76ers. But. I, uh, I, I was a little disappointed last night with Raptors game planning without going into too many details because uh, I don't know how many people who listen to this care about basketball, but... I worry a lot about Serge Ibaka. <laughs> I worry yeah. a lot about the defense he plays, the rebounds he doesn't get, and just the dumb, like, if I see him go up on an Embiid pump fake from, from three-point oh. range or, like, from 25 feet ever again, man. I, you know, I was honestly I know. getting up and freaking out last night. I couldn't take the, the stupidity, but. I know. Every single time, it just, it just hurt. And, like, you, like, every single time I see him pump, was like, no, no, not again. And then, boom. It's- it's so it's so sad he's such a great player but he just fuck fuck, he falls apart in the playoffs anyway i digress tell me (laughs) Arye, what on on a brighter note what's uh what's your shaggy story give me a bit of your history okay well i've i was i went for the first time last year it was um i was in high school last year it was my last year of high school so it was with high school friends it was kind of a weird spur of the moment thing we were like talking about how the creator and someone's like, oh, yeah, he's playing this, like, music festival called Oshiega. And we, like, looked at the lineup. We're like, wow, this looks super sick. And we, like, booked an Airbnb, like, that day in calculus class. Because, like, it had a free refund. We're like, you know what? We're going to book this to tell our parents we booked it. And hopefully it's going to go well. So everything went well. It was an absolutely incredible weekend. <laughs> book it and um, tell our parents we booked it. <laughs> yeah. So that was it, was, it was, it was really good. And. It, it was kind of like a, a weird group of friends. Like it wasn't like my kind of core group of friends. It was like my kind of calculus group of friends, if that makes sense. And but we got super close after that, and it it, it was it was just great. So you're are you an East Coaster or no? No, I'm from Ontario. I I'm from North of Toronto, like a pretty I'm far. An Ontario from. kid. Good, yeah. good. Well, because everyone I have on is like when you said I, I'm coming right out of high school and I brought all my buddies from calculus class. I'm thinking this guy's going to be another East Coaster who's got like this rite of passage story about going to a festival with a bunch of people and just getting obliterated for three days in a field. But uh, <laughs> that's good, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear you from Ontario. So, okay, yeah. how did how did the uh, how did the first year of like um, <laughs> there because the Airbnb in itself is like a bit of an experience. So, how was your like how was your first year? You enjoyed it, obviously, but what uh, what's got you coming back? Uh, well, it was it, it was really great. We got really lucky with the um, Airbnb. We actually had it in Long Hill, which is like not like the main island of Montreal, but it's one metro stop the other way, which actually ended up being really clutch because we had no metro lines like ever because everyone's trying to go to the island, right? And we're going the other way, so we didn't have to wait in like the huge metro pileups. It was that was really good. Um, Airbnb it. I don't know it was a bit dingy. It had pretty bad towels, but no, we we got through it. We're five kids, so it was it was good. Do you think Airbnbs should have to um, 
give like a warning about the quality of the towels that are available at, during the stay or no? Um, I think that yes, because I, after that experience, I've always dropped my own towels at Airbnbs. I, I've stayed a, a decent number after that. That was my first one, but I think I've stayed in like four or five afterwards. Um, I've always dropped my own towels after that. But yeah, it, it, it can be pretty disappointing showing up someone having like two towels for five guests or and they're, they're like <laughs> basically rags, you know. <laughs> the towels thing. I can't remember if it was like the first year I went or the second year I went. Basically, everything was a hand towel. Like that, is it episode of Seinfeld or something where that happens? I don't remember if I've I've seen that on TV for sure. But like it was something out of a TV a TV show. You get to the shower, especially after the first day. Like it was my first ever festival day, and I just thought this is terrible. Like I can't I can't dry myself off like this. I'm going to be using paper towels by tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. I stayed in an Airbnb over the winter in Tremblant with like one other friend. We were there for a week. We brought our own towels, thankfully, but there was one towel for the whole week. And we were just like, wow, if we had not been ahead, this would have been a very, very dark week shower-wise. That's good, man. You're, you're like confident enough in your buddy that you're not worried about sharing like, God only knows what <laughs> kind of like funny fungus people have with these uh, these Airbnbs. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, okay, yeah. so apart from uh, spreading germs to your friends, who are you going with this year? You, you said you're, you're going with a few people or you're going with the uh, same people as last year. What's your crew look like? So there's... I'm going with seven people, this, like seven people, including me this year. Um, I'm going with two people from my group from last year. Last year, there's four of us. So two other people. So like one is not coming. And then a bunch of other friends from university that like I met up that also went last year. And we're like, we loved Oceaga. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I loved it too. They're like, we're really close friends. So we're going together this year. That's dope. So you got a couple of buddies going from school, a couple of buddies going from uh, your high school. And what's what's the uh, what's the move this year for the Airbnb? You staying in the same area? Trying to anyway? No, actually, we're staying in like the right downtown near the Gay Village. Um, so it's a pretty good spot. I actually booked it um, super early, like I think three weeks after Oshiego last year. I was going through like post Oshiego depression, and I'm like, I'm going to, <laughs> next year. I have like. It's free refund. I can like only pay like you no know, like a third rate now. I'm doing it. I want to have it in the books so that like nothing else can come up. So well, like, book for a while. I think uh, are you the guy who ends up paying for the Airbnb? Yes, I am. So you're so you're the brave soul. That's why you can kind of run the show, right? I'm I'm I think this year it's shaping up to be me and at least one good buddy of mine. I don't know if we're gonna get a second, but. Uh, yeah, I don't mind booking the Airbnb when it's like a couple people, but at seven, nah, probably I'd be a little hesitant, especially because you guys are pretty young, right? Not you know, not that uh, oh, yeah, you're not, I, not I, that you're not a man of substance, in, uh, Arie, but uh, it's <laughs> it'd be tough, it'd be tough. So listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bit of an introduction here because you are the uh, as you know, and as we talked about offline, you are the first guest who is going to stake out territory on Lumineers Island. Uh, I don't know anyone else. Yeah, he sighs. I don't know anyone else who uh, is like as willing to defend them as you. I've had a couple of guests on who have been lukewarm since the first time we spoke. Uh, I've had a few on who are much like me, absolutely opposed to the Lumineers being on the top line. So I'm willing to entertain whatever argument you have. Just know, okay? Because okay? you're, you're going to be the only guy here. This is like David and Goliath. And I, I got to warn you, you're the one with the slingshot in this scenario. So go ahead. Okay. Um, I, the first thing I will say is, is I can understand the um, frustration with them being a headliner. 
but I personally don't mind. Like the thing is, I really do love the Lumineers, and I find that it, it's a fair complaint that a lot of their song that their songs are really similar sounding. But I really love that sound, so I find that like I really like most of their songs. Um, I don't know. I listen to them in the shower all the time, and I I sing their music in the shower, so I have I can like know like all their lyrics lyrics by like heart. So that's something I'm super excited for. I find they have I've never seen them live, so maybe I'm wrong, but the kind of vibe they have, I think would go very well at festival. I like they they have a kind of like happiness with a hint of like not sadness but a hint of like struggle which i can like i can kind of relate to which i like i just find really interesting um yeah i i i'm still not sure if i'm fully prepared for an hour and a half of the lumineers but i fully got like half an hour 45 minutes of like straight lumineers and i really really like them um I love their song Cleopatra. I love I love their new song Sleeping on the Floor. A lot of their older stuff like Dead Sea I really like as well. So I don't know. It's just it's just a band that I I know a lot of their music and like I know like I know like it like really well down to lyrics. So like I find it really hard not to be excited about that because it's like a show I can really get into and like feel part of. This is the first uh, the first time I've heard a song on this show not called Ophelia or Ho Hey. Sleep on the Floor has 100, 137 million plays. That That's nuts. What about the song Gloria? Gloria looks like it's kind of sneaking up on people. It's got 3 million, but it's in their top five as a popular track. So people must be like kind of digging it now. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I, I, find, I, I don't like it as much as some of their other songs, but... I it it fits her vibe and I don't mind it. It's it's, it's in the shower playlist, so take a play. So defend, not maybe not defend, but for someone in my shoes, convince me that uh, I would be making a mistake missing the Lumineers on Friday night because that's an easy show to get to. Like I'll be there all night. I'm not worried about you know, being tired or whatever. It's the first night, but convince me that the Lumineers is the place to be if I've not. Uh, if I've not really been into the Lumineers thus far uh, in my, you know, m- musically, uh, in my in my music tastes to date, what's what's the argument to get me to that stage? Okay, um, I unless there's like a pretty like if there's like a conflict at Interpol, I can understand skipping it. But kind of outside of that, I don't really know your music taste specifically, but I know it will be like a very very happy vibe. Did you go see Blondie last year? No. Okay. I have a feeling it's going to be a very similar vibe to that. where like a bit kind of like spiritual. Everyone's not being too rowdy. It's the first night. You don't want to get like too crazy. Um, the songs are like easy songs. If you listen to them a few times before the festival, you're going to like know the lyrics. You're going to feel connected to the show. Um, I don't know. Weed's legal now. It's, it's great music to listen <laughs> to burn on one, a little yeah. bit of a different level. <laughs> Um, and I, I just think it'll have a lot of positive energy around the show, which I can't complain about. This notion of being connected to the show, uh, is well thought out. I'll give you that. That I don't think anyone has talked to me about being connected to the show. So you already mentioned twice, like the the lyrics or the, the music is something you can relate to, uh, which is great. I, I know I feel like that. And I like, I think it counts for something too. If, uh, 
my, my music tastes are more kind of rap EDM. And it, it, I think it's because of the time I spent, you know, playing basketball when I was like, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 and through university. And then uh, also because that's the stuff where I've made probably the most memories over the years. Right. So if the Lumineers do that for you, uh, being connected to the show is definitely worth the price of a ticket. That's not a bad argument. Are you? I gotta say, you sold, you sold it all right there. You're well-spoken young man. <laughs> Love to hear it. Uh, who else? You, who else you open to see? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to dwell too much on uh, this this Lumineers controversy because I'm sure my my next uh, you know five guests will be like, oh, that kid. What the <laughs> fuck is he talking about with the Lumineers? So who who else are you seeing on Friday? Because because I gotta tell you, looking across the lineup, there's not much like the Lumineers anywhere else in the in the poster. Like, it, not not right away that I noticed anyway. So who else you got on Friday? Um, Dieter Dean Lewis. I don't. Tell me about him. He, same thing, but pretty emotional sound. Uh, I, I, I think he's from Australia. He has a really nice voice. I really like his music. I, I, that's going to be a show that'll be earlier in the day. So I don't think I'm going to have much trouble get to, getting to it. And like, I know quite a few songs, so I'm excited about that. I'm also going to go see Flume just because it's super hype. Absolute must. An absolute must. Um, Kurt Vile, uh, love his music, love that music as well. So that that one, I, I one of my friends I'm going with is crazy into them. So I'm gonna end up being dragged to that one no matter what I do. So I'm trying to get excited about that. Um, and then outside of that, Suicide Boys, Gucci Mane, Mitski, Denzel Curry, whoever like doesn't have bad conflicts like from that from the rap scene on Friday, I'm gonna try to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think the case for a lot of people. I I am making JPEG Mafia a, an appointment view, and uh, also Dear Rouge. I want to see Dear Rouge. They're pretty good on the radio. I've never seen them live. I don't know if it's like a brother and sister. I should actually look that up. But their album art kind of makes it look like they're brother and sister. I hope they're huh, brother I, and sister. I haven't. I, I couldn't like think of a single song there, so I should check them out. Neither neither could I. I don't know the titles of any of their stuff, but I hear it on the radio fairly often. It's one of those things like in the age of Spotify and just like shuffling through songs you know by heart. It's it yeah. says something if you don't skip the song on the radio or change the station, right? So I figure, all right, I'll give them a shake. And they're not bad. They're all right. Um, are they Canadian? I, I think they are, yeah. Okay, because I, I, there's a lot of like artists that are Canadian. You get them like, on the radio so much because of how Canadians' radio music laws look out. It's, uh, yeah, there's some kind of rule. I don't know what the rule is, but uh, I think it's... I think it's 30%, 30% of airtime has to be Canadian artists. That's crazy. It's it's probably too high, but it's a good yeah. rule all the same. I wouldn't hear about like Deer Rouge or the beaches or whatever else. Uh, yeah. Without that kind of with that kind of rule, I'm looking up Deer Rouge here, and are they Canadian? Deer Rouge, yeah, they're Vancouver based, and they are brother okay. and sister, Drew and T- Danielle McTaggart. So either they're brother and sister or they're like cousins or something, but they look around the same age. Definitely not father daughter, which would be weird. <laughs> anyway, I won't go into yeah. uh, the relationship dynamic of uh, duos. What about okay? So you're you're a younger guy. What is your take on the Chemical Brothers? Are you like uh, someone who's researched them and is down, or have you not looked into them yet? Were you disappointed when they dropped that name I, as a headliner? When they dropped the name as a headliner, it kind of it was weird because it like rang bells in the back of my mind because I knew they were big, but like I didn't, I couldn't name anything. I didn't know anything about them. But like obviously being on the sub, listening to the podcast, I've checked them out. I've like watched some of their live shows on YouTube in like Europe. And I'm pretty excited. Like, I, I think they're, like, what everyone said is that they put on a really incredible spectacle, and I can't argue with that from anything that I've seen, so I'm, I'm excited for that. 
that's uh yeah I, th- I think i don't know I, you know what I, I i'll say this the chemical brothers like you said ring bells in the back of your head even if you don't know their stuff you've heard their songs somewhere before movies uh yeah whatever, like commercials and stuff you hear their stuff once in a while i know they were like big in a budweiser ad like five or six years ago galvanize was playing all the time in a bud ad or maybe it was like 10 years ago i don't remember but um yeah you've heard their stuff it's definitely a show worth going to plus did you youtube any of their shows yeah i did i did so you've seen the uh, crazy visuals and all this other. Yeah, that uh, looks really, really cool. I've you know, you can't, you can't, you can't miss on that. Uh, what about City and Color? You, uh, that's the only band I, I kind of think is like a little bit like the Lumineers. Is that a hit for you, or is that a miss? Given what else is on um, that top line, I, I definitely gonna end up there just because, unless it's a big conflict, just because of my group. My group is super the City and Color. I am not a huge fan, but like I like this stuff. So I'll I, definitely end up at that show. Yeah, I think I think Dallas Green is uh he's like transcendent. I know a lot of people, and I've said this before too. They're not close enough to Lexus on Fire to like get me really excited, but um, if it works out, like I wouldn't mind checking them out. I, I kind of like the uh, I, I like the idea of the undercard being a different flavor than the headliners, and this year they kind of delivered on that. Like the undercard's a lot more heavy, whether it's the EDM or the rap. The undercard is gonna is gonna bring a lot more uh, intensity at the stages and during the shows, which I, I think I'll enjoy, but who knows, right? By the time Sunday rolls around, maybe you're not into that kind of stuff anymore. I know typically I kind of want to chill on Sunday. So yeah, you, you I'm know, really the, young, the giant on Saturday. I think that's another, they'll be great. Yeah. They'll be great for sure. They are good. What's your favorite young, the giant tune? Oh, uh, is, is something to believe in young, the giant? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, th- I think it is. Yeah. Let me see. Young, the giant. This is the podcast with the most preparation and production value in the business. Something to believe in is Young the Giant, number five. Okay, on yeah. List. Perfect. I did make a goof. There's, there's another um, indie alternative band I'm really into. It's called Magic Giant, and I mix them up all the time. That, I've never heard of them, but I'm off to check them out. This, there's so yeah, many, um, so many like different uh, bands that sound like these guys. Like I know I, I've messed up a few times, especially during the show, like trying to remember songs by bands. What's this other band like? Uh, it's very similar, just like same thing, like same kind of sound. Um, I think their biggest song is Window. Window. I'll have to peep that. I kind of want to start a playlist for this podcast. If I ever get around to it, maybe I will. But yeah, it's not pretty like cool. super high on my list. So um, I got to tell you, I'm looking through your your Instagram right now, and I am intrigued. Okay. I am intrigued by uh, that these these uh, pals in most of your pictures. Okay. This is the crew you're – I'm trying to pick down, pin down like who you're rolling with to the festival. And I see here, uh, much like other dudes your age, some of you guys have the, uh, the usual like fly modern uh, – the modern style. So what are you thinking for uh, like fest fashion? Because I think you're, you might be the youngest guy I've had on so far. So I'm always curious to hear like what people are thinking for the festival in terms of like what they're going to wear, whether they want to stand out or be cool, be comfortable. Like what's your plan? Um, well, I, I think I was pretty happy with what I went for last, last year with like shorts, like, like million light shorts. Um, and then just like tank tops. And I don't know I find a, a belt is an absolute must. Even if you hide it with your tank top, not take a statement, but like, when you have like your phone and food and stuff and shorts, I, I find a belt like invaluable. So I'm gonna pack my belt for every day. Um, it's I think it might depend day to day which shows I'm going to. Like 
I'm in love with my Sperry's, but I don't think I want to put them through a festival. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> last year, I, I wore a pair of flat bottoms that I still wear like every day, and like they completely survived. They survived broadcast. They survived Tyler Creator. So I think I'll probably go with them again as kind of my driver for shoots for the festival. The uh, the Sperry's thing has come up a few times. I, I did Sperry's last year and the year before, and I, I thought I was going to regret it, but oh man, they held up really well. And I thought last year I was going to chuck them. Still in my closet, man. So unless I find a pair for like 75 or 80 bucks on sale somewhere, I'm keeping those around. I might wear them a, a third or fourth time, whatever year this would be. Well, Once you break them in, the leather's not that bad. Are you in, tr- you're in like GTA? Hamilton. Okay, yeah. Um, Costco has Sperry's right now for forty nine ninety nine. I just picked up another pair of like my same size because it's a stupidly good deal. The regular like two two i. Yep. Regu- Sper- yep. Come on, are you serious? Forty nine ninety nine. It's obscene. I actually like want to go to the website right now. <laughs> I was yeah. I was actually talking to the guy here uh, this afternoon because he just went to pick up a pair of Marshalls. So it's funny. It's this is it. Eh? This is like the. Uh, this is like the the karmatic link between men everywhere. Is it summertime? Where can I get cheap Sperry's? Yeah, I was on like Reddit. There's like a r slash male frugal fashion or something. I saw it pop. Oh, up. I'm on that every day, man. Yeah, hit Costco. It was it was great. They only have they only have the one kind here. Fifty five dollars for the Sperry boat shoe. I need I need like the uh, the leather top. Unless you can get this. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like that's what I want. This these are. Oh. I would probably still wear these for the festival though. 50 bucks is not bad. Either that or I'm going to wind up wearing running shoes. I haven't decided yet, but it's like on my list of things to think about. Cause I, I do, I, I like kind of uh, dressing for the weather, but man, it's tough to deal with a day in the rain in anything, but like leather shoes or sandals. Cause if you got wet running shoes, forget it. Like oh, yeah, yeah, you're no. going to have a, you're going to have a shit time, especially with the water stage the last few years. Right. Are you, are, were you a guy who was like at the water stage last couple of years or you just stay away from that? I, I think I saw one show at it last year. Um, That's it? Yeah, I know. It's awful. Like, a young guy get not getting out there. Well, because it was like the last year it was, uh, I, I don't know how you would describe it, but like the, the floor was a little tighter than the year before. The year before it was like a wave pool. They had to keep people off of it. It was like a maximum capacity oh. they had to adhere to. Yeah, it was pretty rough. But last year would have been good. What'd you see? Which uh, show did you go see at the water stage last year? Uh, was Alan Walker last year on the water stage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good show. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. That was a very good show. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, I saw also probably one of my favorites was A-Track last year at the water stage. Hometown boy. Yeah, I know. I, that's what I'm sad I missed. Yeah, he was good. I, did you do any after parties or no? Because I know he did. Oh, no. he. I think he did do a secret after party, but I didn't go to that one. Did you hit any after oh, parties? Did you just yes, cool I did smoke perp that? on Friday night, and it was... <laughs> Definitely not a good decision. Why not? Like it, it was a great time, but I was I was conked Saturday and like I didn't get to the festival until three and missed some shows I wanted to see. So that's tough. I think I missed Sir Sly, which really made me sad. Sir Sly was good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, or he was really good. I don't I don't know. He was like a band, obviously, but I don't know if people say him or they. Same as Tame Impala. I know. Are you like super hyped for Tame, like everyone else is? Yeah, I am. I am. What's your? They, they, uh, well, go ahead. I maybe not as much as everyone else is like in this kind of like um, demographic that's on the subreddit, but I'm pretty excited. There's uh, quite a few people on the sub who are talking about like going to see this guy at, in Toronto. I think he plays at Budweiser stage, right? Like two weeks before the festival or something like that. Yeah, yeah, actually, I think you're right. Yeah, 
yeah, they like people want to go see him there, and then again at Oshaka, which is nuts. And even on Instagram, like anytime Oshaka puts a picture up that has anything to do with Tame or the lineup, that's every all everyone cares about is that guy. I'm not his biggest fan. Like he's a good performer, but the, the music itself is like, man, it sounds like every other sort of alt alt indie rock thing going yeah. on nowadays. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, he's not my jam. It'll be good though. It'll be good. I've- it it will be a good show because the crowd will bring the heat, right? Like everyone says, yeah. uh, the lineup. I, I don't know how many of your friends are like mad about the lineup, but at least a few people that I know and have gone with in the past are saying like, ah, oh, the lineup's not that good. As if the lineup is like even in the top three most important things about the weekend. Yeah, it's it's so weird because I, I feel like every year that happens, the cops out, everyone's disappointed, and then the build them. Well. Yeah, it's it. To be honest with you, if they don't come based on the lineup, is their loss. There's always something for somebody, and like you're there to have a good time. If the weather's nice, the beer is cold, and there's people around you like you like being around. Like you're gonna be fine, man. I don't understand why people get so upset about the lineup. This is not even that bad a lineup either. I mean, there's some weak yeah. spots, but every lineup is like that. No, absolutely. What if, what do you make of this uh, Woodstock being canceled thing? You see that today? I'm. I was gonna go, so I'm very. I'm very. I'm happy with that. I have what like my best friend from university lives in Ithaca. And so I was I was gonna go down there, visit with him and go to Woodstock and that's it's it's off the table now, so I'm pretty disappointed about that. So what's the like what is the refund policy for that festival? Do you like do you guys have tickets? You must have tickets. No, they haven't even started selling tickets yet. Oh, I thought they had to postpone the ticket sales because of this uh, weird licensing thing. But now I find out they haven't started selling them. Okay. What were they going for? Do you, do you know? They even released the price or anything? They didn't release an official price. I think like it's around like 400. 400 uh, Trump bucks. Yeah, so it's a lot. That's steep. Yeah, I wonder if, uh, if we're going to get some of those artists. I'd like to because that, that had a pretty stacked lineup, but it's... Yeah. The thing, well, the thing the subreddit, I think, uh, well, some people realize it. I, I don't know if everyone does, but it's not the same weekend. So it's not like you can just grab uh, a bunch of acts from that poster and bring people in because they're not going to be around the same weekend as Oshiega. Yeah. It, I guess it's also like a business thing when where do you make money adding artists and increasing ticket sales? Like at some point you doesn't matter how many artists you add, you're not going to increase ticket sales past a certain point. And like Oshia, there you go, obviously knows that. And I don't know. I, I think there's a reason they don't, they don't add too many big artists after the fact. Is your uh, buddy from Ithaca thinking about coming up to Montreal now or no? Uh, no, he's, he's unfortunately busy that weekend. But I, we just wonder, a- I wonder what ticket sales are going to be like because I don't have my ticket yet. I should probably buy it like ASAP, but... Uh, like most everyone else, I postpone everything until the last possible second, as is human nature. Don't don't do this, yeah. people who are listening. Don't postpone because you uh, you'll be unhappy about things <laughs> if you postpone everything forever. You're constantly thinking about stuff you should have done last week. That's just some advice from me to you. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I could definitely link that. <laughs> it's not good, man. <laughs> like without getting into too much detail, do not postpone stuff. Um, okay, are are you uh, in, in your crew, Arya? Are you bringing any uh, any young ladies with you? Or are you going full crew of dudes? Nope. Uh, it is one other guy and the rest of the ladies. Okay. So is it like your girlfriend, his girlfriend, or just like girls? You guys, just girls are friends with. Yep. So so yeah. what's the what is the without getting yourself in any trouble? Of course. Uh, what yeah. is the uh, experience like 
going with a house full of girls. Cause I, the girls I've had on so far, I'll say the same thing. It's hard to get everyone ready. There's not enough bathrooms. <laughs> There's not enough time in the mornings. What, what is your, uh, what is your expectation for that weekend? Uh, those, those two things are definitely very true. Um, I actually find that getting out in the morning isn't too bad. The real struggle is getting back to the festival and then getting re- ready to go in the evening. That's when the like, it takes an hour longer than it would if you were with a crew of guys. That's, that's <laughs> when the struggle really hits. <laughs> that does suck. That does suck. I like to have a shower before I go out, but um, yeah, it, but it's a lot quicker for you and me, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for like in the morning, you know, you just kind of sneakily set an alarm for them an hour earlier than you guys and like figure it out. You'll leave together. But in the after the festival, it's, you know, there's no extra time there. You gotta soak the whole the whole time. So. Yeah, man. The uh, I, I always wonder. Like, I know um, a few years ago we were with uh, we we met a guy a couple of years ago who goes up with his fiance. It seems like she's pretty good about getting ready like quickly. But I always think like, man with if you had like more than one girl and you're talking about like blow dryers you're talking about mirror time oh. you're talking about exactly right like i don't have to i don't have to break it down yeah, no, I like, totally oh understand. my god oh my god yeah i don't bring my girlfriend she doesn't want to go anyway but uh i imagine that would be like part of the struggle so <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the brave ones who uh who roll with the crew <laughs> of girls what what are they uh what are they hoping to see? Are they like in the same boat as you guys for the music or are you guys gonna do a, a little split dance during the day and then get back together at night for like the party or whatever? I think we'll split up a little bit. Um a, f- a few of them are also really into like indie, like the same kind of indie alternative that I am, so I think we'll stick together for a bunch of that. My kind of goal this year though that I learned from last year is I wanna be afraid to go it on my own. Um I think that that was something last year that I was a bit iffy about, like going to see a show on my own. And like this year, I just, I just wanted, if I want to see something, I want to just go. So I'm. I don't, I don't think we're gonna we're not gonna trust Jake too much about who's going where with who until, um, you know, the schedule comes out and then we'll figure it out. Okay, so people listening, if you want to go see a show with Arye, he's gonna be by himself, man, a couple of times. Cause now he's yeah. he's got the he's got the the testicular fortitude to head out into the crowd alone. He's ready, man. He's ready to party. Give this guy a show. Uh, yeah, that's the easiest, <laughs> make the it worth it. Have a good time, dude. It, plus, so weird. Uh, I, you know, go ahead. I just remember, like last year, the few times I got separated from my group, it's like some of the best times I had, like meeting random people. Everybody wants to make friends that weekend. That's what the whole weekend's about. Yeah. Yeah, like I've met a lot of good people, man, over the years, and uh, I hope this year I add to it. Yeah, my one friend is incredible at talking to people. Like, I don't know how he does. He just like radiates, like, come talk to us, and it's just great going anywhere with him because everyone comes, says hi to you, goes. (laughs) He radiates, come talk to us. That's good. That's good. That might be your t shirt line. Everyone gives a t shirt (laughs) line during the show. That might be yours. He radiates, come talk to us. Well, dude, like, it's. I think people, um, the, the thing about, this is like, this is like words of wisdom from an older dude. Everyone is worried about what the other person is going to say or not say when they go up to meet somebody that includes the person you're going up to. So it makes it easier if you're just like the friendlier one who starts the conversation, nobody's going to be like, uh, what's this guy saying right now? It's not like you're talking to the guy at the library or like at the doctor's office. It's a fucking festival. <laughs> go there and have a yeah. good time. 
That's dope. Plus, you yeah. you get to like you get to like uh, see what other people are into about the music, which is one of the good things about the side stages. Uh, I know a few of the acts this year. I'm looking forward to seeing at the side stages for sure, uh, just to get like a feel for the crowd and the feel for like the real fans of the the artists. You figure you're gonna have any shows like that this year? Or are you uh, gonna stick around the main stages? Not that I know who's playing where, but you can make some predictions. Um, I'm I'm really into Alex Benjamin. He's kind of like mid card, so I'll see how that goes. I wonder if he'll play like a side stage later today or like a main stage early in the morning or like early in the afternoon. But that's that's a big money for me. So, um, I guess we'll we'll see how that plays out. Smaller ones, I guess two feet as well, but I think two feet is going to be a lot bigger than this spilling on the one up to dust. Uh, yeah. Oh, after last year, for sure. Yeah. Um, besides that, I think I'd probably relatively mainstream. Main, main stage is all right. This is your first time at the old uh, setup, so you'll enjoy the uh, the back, the side-by-side main stages. Have you heard anything about the stages that like, you hyped? Because, like... If you haven't seen it before, you're basically just going on what people tell you. So have you like heard any any particular details or any particular memories that have you excited for the old um, the old stage alignment? Well, I've heard it's way better. And I've actually, I've been in Montreal like four years ago when I was like the stage and all when a festival was going on, but I've been on the island. So like, I kind of know what what kind of looks like, but like honestly, I don't know what, what it's like after renovations, but... I know it, the main stage is being side by side is obviously really exciting and yeah I'm yeah, for it. It's going to be great. Uh, the the thing I didn't like about the stages last year is that everything is just kind of too compacted. There's no like real travel time. It just feels like they're controlling for human traffic when you're like moving from stage to stage. All the like elevated walkways and stuff, which is I guess a necessity. Like I don't want to hold it against the festival, but it makes it a bit of a different experience to like have to constantly be worried about smashing into somebody it sucks to be honest with you <laughs> as much no, as i like the water thing, yeah it's tough right uh and like the hill and stuff on the big stages is, is really sick so i think uh i think that'll be good mostly mostly as well because if you look at uh the way the stages the side stages are set up this year i know the water stage was a big draw for people and i think one of the things that's underappreciated if you just compare the electronic stage from the forest setup for, that this year is going to have and past years have had and the water stage set up from last year one of the best things is that it's like a different part of the island and the people you see there are a different breed like it's all the edm folks who are like you know their eyeballs are you know four four feet in front yep. of their face when they're when they're dancing and stuff like it's it's cool it's a it's like a better kind of like separation mechanism for those for those folks from like the main stage crowd and the you know the green stage and whatever else so it's it's pretty dope it's pretty dope what are you doing on the island off uh off festival season uh i I was a call i've gotten up to montreal quite a few times i know just like driving through my family family lives in the east coast so usually when we go into film we spend a night in montreal instead of doing like the whole the whole shebang in one go especially when like my siblings are younger um, so I know we get in Montreal pretty often. And, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. I've still never seen the city. So it's at least you're like seeing the city. I go there for like four days. Just wind up going from the Metro to my Airbnb, to a bar, to the festival. So not, yeah, uh, I, I also wanted to go to McGill for a while. So I, I've done a lot of touring around the city. So have you ever considered staying at the, uh, the residences? I don't know if it's the McGill you stay at, but have you ever considered doing that? I added it last year, but it's it's pretty pricey for I find for what it is. 
Yeah, it's um, like uh, it's a couple hundred bucks, right, for the weekend. I think you have to share a bathroom, share a bed, share like basically everything, probably including your personal belongings, because I don't think there's a ton of locks or anything there. So, yeah, and like quite honestly, I don't know. I've lived in university residence for a year this past year, and I I've had enough of that for a while. <laughs> I know your pain, man. Anyone who's been the uh, the pros and the cons of residence. Did you live in an apartment style or like a townhouse style? In, I don't know what you can what you considered it like just the like the classic dormitory style. It's like one long hallway and like yeah, everyone's got like a little apartment kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I know I, I went to Brock. Uh, yeah, yeah, walk and talk. Go to Brock. I know all the jokes. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I remember living in, in residence for the first time. It was uh, so sick. A lot of problems, obviously, because kids at that age. Not that. Uh, I want to I want to get on you about your age, but like it's hard to go from living at home to living with like twenty other people in the same in the same week. You probably just finished like your first big time summer of earning and all this other stuff. It's it's pretty rough, but it's a good experience, man. I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that people are are big on that, even though the price is like a little bit outrageous nowadays. But I digress. Yeah, uh, I, I okay. loved it. I, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I loved it. I got really lucky. I had like an awesome floor, so we had, we're really close. So it was. It was definitely what are you really taking? Is cool. Um, biomedical engineering. Ooh, you're, you're a bright kid, eh? Biomedical. Good for you, man. That's wicked. So are you like, uh, how, how many hours of class do you have a week then? Uh, I think 32. Oh my God. That's barely a university experience. I thought you were supposed to go there and like have 20 something hours of class, another two hours of studying. And the rest of it is uh, pub night and preparation for pub night. Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, tactical <laughs> skipping is very useful. <laughs> this is something that only uh only the brightest of the bright consider tactical skipping so good for you <laughs> that's dope uh oh yeah you've made it already 40 minutes how do you feel are you are that I'm, I'm feeling great i'm feeling great. good i'm glad to, i'm glad to hear that you're doing a great job i'd like to give the guests uh a big up when i think they're doing a, a solid job delivering on the content um i have a couple i have a couple more questions to go through so since we talked about the uh a little bit of like the nitty gritty. And if you want to get into the nitty gritty before the show started, I'll, I'll go with a question I don't often ask just off my list here. And it's, do you have a like people of Oceaga story you'd be willing to tell? Like some kind of whack job or like typical bombed out, depleted festival goer oh, who just overdid I've, it. I've got a great one. I'm ready, um, man. It's all you. <laughs> so we were sitting in um, Post Malone. And there was a, uh, a condom on the ground like in its package, right? Okay. And so the person beside, like beside us picks it up, takes it out of the package, blows it up like a balloon, and then loses control, right? So like it goes like flying around and like it smacks this girl in the face, like, you know, hits her face. It's all lubed up, like fucking disgusting, right? <laughs> and she like turns around and like the kid who did it, like it was so obvious it was him, right? Like he's got like, I'm like, oh shit, look at his face. And she like turns around and she's like, who the fuck was that? And and the kid just kind of smiles and he and like actually looks at him. He's like, "Was that you?" And he puts on a little smile. He's like, "No, I don't use condoms." And <laughs> they started talking, and I looked back for like five minutes later, and they were making out. And it was just like, the <laughs> weirdest experience I've, I've witnessed. Like, how does that bring two people together? Hey, man. Sometimes the icebreaker is the hardest part. So <laughs> whatever it takes to get yeah after that. That's funny. I, I've never seen. Uh, I've never seen a loose condom at the uh, festival blowing around the crowd, but yeah, that's a good people of Oshaga story. 
there's there's been a few like in the past uh i i oh man too many to count too too many to like really remember details of i remember uh we saw this kid at uh i think it was vince staples like three or four years ago and i was there with my buddy and we walked up to this kid and he was like in another dimension like i don't know where he was just standing there looking at the stage blankly it's like the act wasn't even on vince like he just was completely lost and i walked up to the guy and i oh i go i go buddy you are mangled he looks over at me and just makes this noise he's like and he just kind of like walked away and sat down four or five feet away from me i look back a little bit later same guy is just absolutely gassed out on the on the rug or like whatever the rug the lawn with three or four other people all sitting on the same backpack those people didn't know each other they just all ended up like on the same bag sharing a head uh, pillow with each other at a rap show like eight o'clock on a friday or saturday night uh, this this kind of stuff doesn't happen anywhere else, which is what makes Oshiega great, and probably every festival great. So I'm always happy to hear yeah. other people talking about uh, about their stories too. It's, I, I don't know what it is, what it is about um, being in the crowd with uh, people you don't know. But like you mentioned, I think as long as you start the conversation, you're never gonna have a bad time, man. Everyone's really friendly. Everyone wants to be your pal. So yeah, it's it's good, man. It's very good. Uh, okay, Arya. We're going to go through now uh, the rapid fire portion of the show, which again, it's never rapid fire. It's never fast. I don't know why I call it this. It's just questions that I write down, like as I think of them most of the time, Uh, answer however you want. You want to do fast, you want to do slow, whatever you want to explain something, go for it. I don't care. There's no time limit. There's no ads. So I have no one to uh, be accountable to. We'll okay. start with we'll start with your favorite song right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a caveat here. It cannot be the Lumineers. Okay, that's that's very fair. It would not be the Lumineers. Favorite song right now. Um I would say Judah and the Lion over my head. Judah and the Lion. I've I've heard of this band. I think I heard of them a little while ago and I kinda liked them. I heard them. That's a rock station in it, Southern it, Ontario. It's like it's like a song about kind of being overwhelmed, and I I just I listen to repeat during exam season. Um, and so it's just just really with me right now. So, this is good. You are like really uh, appreciating your own like student angst in all your musical tastes. It's very good. I have to say, good good of you to uh, to understand your your situation in life that well. Okay, so Judah and the Lion. That's good. Uh, what is the app you use most on your phone? It's it's Snap by like an enormous margin. Are you Snapper? I, I, I thought I thought kids your age were like Instagram stories only. No, no, no. That's um that's that's kids a few years older. I, so I actually I um I, I went through because I know you always ask this question, and I went through <laughs> and went to like my battery usage. When you go to my battery usage, I have nine percent screen, thirty nine percent Snapchat, six percent Reddit. Five percent Instagram, three percent Chrome, and then everything's like one or two percent. Forty percent on Snapchat. Yeah. What like what do you? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you're getting nudes if you are. <laughs> but my question <laughs> to people is like, how many times can you look at the stupid dog filter face with like you know the caption bored AF or like <laughs> great? This is this ice cream is so great or whatever else. I don't understand how people like blast off on Snapchat like that, like for so many hours. So tell me two, two things I want to know then, since you're uh, a hip young lad, what is the line? <laughs> what is the line for Snapchat uh, and Instagram stories? How do you decide which one to use? And, and uh, secondly, what are you sending to people that you wind up at 40% of your screen time? Well, okay. I'll go for the first one first. Um, 
more personal Snapchat, you can like share your stories with only specific people. So I do that semi often. Snapchat's more for like silly stuff um, that like you'd less want your parents to see um, or like your aunts or uncles or whatever. Instagram's for like kind of more serious stuff story-wise, like milestones or something, I don't know. Um, or like, I don't know, you win some competition or whatever, put that on Instagram story. But Snapchat's for a lot like, yeah, more low-key, silly stuff. I don't know. Okay, that's and okay. Then, that's the line, and and you're sending low key silly stuff on Snapchat, and then the serious stuff on Instagram. That's the yeah. And so, I'm like, sure are like all your buddies doing the same thing? Are they like all forty percenters too? I don't know what else to call you guys besides forty percenters after that number. Um, I I, I would say a, a decent chunk. Um, it. I, I, to be fair, that, like that's not my overall battery usage. That's my battery usage. I've been kind of going through separation anxiety after leaving university and all my friends. So I've, I've <laughs> probably been a bit more active than I normally would. Um, I'd say on, on, on average it's probably 15 or 20 percent. But right now I, I haven't started my, my job yet. I'm just kind of laying at home talking to anyone that'll see me. So <laughs> okay. I know, I've been sending a lot of videos of my dog since I got home. Dude, I know I know the struggle with the dog videos. I I always feel like my dog is doing, but no one else cares. So <laughs> whatever, yeah. doesn't bother me. Uh, okay, next one. Are there? Uh, well, I'll phrase it like this: Do you or do you not uh, believe in aliens? Do I not, do I not believe? I, I I say I believe in aliens. Okay, okay, that's good. Like, what kind of aliens are we talking? Are we talking like X Files aliens or like you know microbial multicellular life? I would I would more say microbial life i I just i just think it seems really weird that in the vast expanse that that is a universe that the process that happened here never happened anywhere else so true to form you've delivered a uh, well thought out so that's pretty good uh, i would have just said aliens yeah probably yeah i watched <laughs> this thing on netflix the other night uh what's it called i forget now where the guy there's like a phd i mean i don't know where he got his phd of course uh there's some <laughs> dispute about that probably but this PhD who uh, interviews a bunch of people and claims that the government is like in on the aliens thing. It's like an hour long. It's definitely not a bad watch if you're just like vegging out, uh, sending pictures of your dog to your friends. <laughs> Something to think about checking out. Okay, next one. Uh, what is the most mind blowing thing you know? The most mind blowing thing I know. Okay, wow, this is a hard one. Um, oof, most mind blowing thing I know. That if it's, I was reading this statistic about ants, that if you took the mass of like all the ants in the world compared to the mass of all humans in the world, there's like a hundred times more mass of ants. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good factoid. I, I gotta, I, that's something I gotta verify. I don't, but uh, I might have to look at that one. That seems crazy. No, no, hundred might be wrong, but I know it's like a ridiculous number. Like that, that there was like something like estimated how many ants are in the world and how much they weigh compared to how much a human weighs. And it's ridiculous how much ant there is in this world. That's insane. I, I'm definitely going to look that up, but maybe I'll put it in the show notes too. That can be part of your episode description. The, the ant man. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, got, I got two more for you. One, 
that I ask everyone and one that I'll just ask you. Do you have any Bitcoin or no? Uh, not anymore. I used to have Bitcoin. Um, okay. I, I, I probably held it for... I played a, a video game called CSGO and there was like, the ability to trade in-game like skins for stuff. And I don't know, I got lucky, built up a decent inventory and I sold all the Bitcoin and probably held the Bitcoin for like six months. Um, it, it, which was the point where Bitcoin crashed, so that really hurt. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have not had any Bitcoin since then. I put a little bit into Ripple since then, but I haven't really been following cryptocurrencies since. Okay, so you're just cooling on the sideline. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Uh, okay, let's go with one more before I before the REA specific question. What's your favorite beer or your favorite mixed drink? I know some people don't drink. So what's your favorite uh, beer or mixed drink? I'm a hardcore beer guy. My favorite beer is Stella. Stella. Oh my God. This guy's got expensive tastes already. I, so, the thing is, I, I'm really lucky. I'm a super like. <laughs> don't okay don't go anywhere you you cut out just a bit there i think it's still recording don't worry about that but I, you're i can't hear what you're saying anymore so well, can, can you hear me now then now i hear you now i hear you now i hear you okay, okay beauty beauty <laughs> i might not even cut that out man. What, what i said is that i'm 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 a very aggressively lightweight so an expensive piece of beer is still cheap yeah man absolutely stella especially for the lightweight and stella's a great the drinks it and i i didn't like it if kind of getting uh getting accustomed to having one or two when i when i do have a few beers so that's not a bad pick okay this is the specific question uh in the in the same vein as what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast give me the remainder of the playoffs for you series by series who wins the series and in how many games uh, do, would you do you want what i think will happen or what i guess to happen i want what you think will happen Okay, I think the Raptors beat the 76ers in six. I think the Hawks beat themselves six to seven games. I think the Warriors beat the Raptors in six games. And also have a small bag of trailblazers not to make it super educated guys. I, I think I'd rather see the Nuggets advance, but. I think that's going to be a close series. And, yeah. and then after that, I think that, I think obviously the Warriors are going to follow. I think they're probably going to have an easy time with whoever is Nuggets. Probably. Um, after two, I said, I think it's definitely a seven game series. And I think unfortunately, I, I, I was betting I'd have to give the box. Oh my god, no! What are I, you okay? But I think that, that that's only I was betting. Every out of my life, if I ever by being one Raptors win, I think they have the the, the capability to win, especially the series. It's hard to pop between the Celtics and the box. It starts becoming like an last year to the year series, and I, I think they can really have a good shot. That's okay. And who you got in the finals then? Box and Warriors. I have Warriors. I actually, that's the interesting thing about that. I think if it's a Bucks Warriors final, 
I had the Warriors pretty aggressively. If it's a Bucks-Raptors final, I think it's going to be a lot more competitive. Because I think the Raptors have more of the tools to compete with the Warriors and Bucks do. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's a, I think that's an easy... Uh, that's good. I wish you didn't say the Bucks are going to beat the Raptors, but I guess I have no choice but to let it slide since uh, <laughs> I can't really go back and erase that. So, uh, Okay, you're, you're done. Now is the... The end of the podcast, you have one question to ask me. So go for it. Almost anything on the table. Okay, one question to ask you. Uh, okay, I've got one. How many more Oceanagas do you think you want to have? How many more? Uh, this, is a, this is a question I have often tackled, my man. I, I am 31 right now. I'll be 32 in September. It's, it's worth mentioning that when I was like 24, three maybe or 24 i had full knee reconstruction on my left knee acl mcl medial meniscus repair and i just had the same meniscus surgery on the same knee last uh summer after the festival so in terms of wear and tear like i'm in pretty good shape but it's getting to the point now where like i'll be in maintenance mode for a couple of days after the fest that being said as long as uh my better half doesn't give me a hard time about it which she never does I, I don't see an end to this anytime in the near future. I got to be honest. It's too good a time. <laughs> it's too good a time. I love, I love the traveling. I love going up with parties. I love the experience. I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon. I love to hear that. Maybe just something to add on that. When eventually someone does do you think it'll be that it'll peter out? It'll start being your way for a lineup that you would like? Or do you think at some point it'll be a hard cut off? You know what I really think? I think the uh, difference will come in the form of. Uh, probably of a, a fetus and a nine month wait. <laughs> I think that's probably the, the year I'll stop doing it is when I have a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Oh yeah, man. If, uh, if people want to get a hold of you or like maybe send you something on Instagram stories, uh, how would they do it? Um, go visit my Instagram. I need 200 more, more followers to 700. So I'm very open to that. 200 more and your handle no, two is more, two more. Yeah, I, I messed two up. more that's yeah. it oh my yeah, god so. yeah that's a lot you actually oh you got you got barnes on your instagram eh i have, I have what patrick uh pat barnes on your instagram i don't think so he says it says he follows you he's a guy i had on he's like episode three or four or something like that. oh yeah 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 you're right you're right, you're right yeah yeah so he's he's on your Instagram. So your handle is uh, a r y e h underscore k o z u c h. Absolutely, that's it. His his Instagram profile. Uh, this guy's the master of the uh, half side smirk, and his uh, description is high functioning degenerate. High functioning <laughs> indeed, my man. High functioning indeed. Arya, right, thanks for coming on, dude. Thank you very much.